0: Welcome to episode one of the DJF podcast. I'm going to start with talking a little bit about my experiences in property, how I came to it, um, and a little bit of a CV uh, before getting into buy-to-lets and the basic model of build, refurbish, sorry, buy, refurbish, refinance. Okay, so my first experience with property started at the age of about 17 or 18, I inherited a 1930s semi-detached three bed, two reception uh, property, granny house. It was my great auntie's. I became quarter landlord with my father and two brothers. Um, Dad already rented property, so he saw the value in it. Um, and instead of selling it, we, we retained the property and we rented it. It was a rent-to-rent agreement with the uh, tenant, which was a care provider okay so the company rented the property from us and then sublet each of the rooms to nurses so three bedrooms upstairs reception room downstairs plus a communal uh, and one of the receptions uh, became a bedroom sorry and then the communal and the kitchen okay Uh, the rental achieved for that property was around about 750 pounds per month um, and the nurses were paying to the company around about 300 350 i was naive i didn't know what property was like I was very much under the under the guidance of dad and it was a hands-off rent-to-rent agreement with them Um, so very limited management from us and he sort of oversaw that Um, so rented that 2012 to 2016 I was at university studying law 2012 to 2015 2015 to 16 um, doing the LPC and, and master's And summer 2016, I graduated, I moved to London, and I got working for a bridging finance company. Okay, a lot of what we were doing was debt. Okay, so lending investor money that's loaned into the company, the company used that as working capital to lend out as bridging and development finance. Okay, also some private equity projects. We did a luxury housing uh, in. Notting Hill, about a, about a five to eight hundred thousand pound of equity there, to to develop a, sorry five to eight million pound house, in um, in Notting Hill. We did some build to rent, planning schemes in the Baltic Triangle in Liverpool, um, and I was with them for about a year and a half. Loan book or, or total value of of that business was around fifteen to twenty million at the time, um, maybe. Fifteen of that was bridging and development finance. Okay, so that was the real focus, uh, and my role within the company. I wasn't too involved with um, the fundraising side that was coming through through native Chinese investors investing into the UK on a Tier One investor visa. Um, I was much more responsible for the borrower side. Okay, so liaison with professionals, that's brokers, solicitors. It helped having. Having the law degree and, and being able to speak the language with solicitors and understand that process. Um, lots of borrow liaison, sort of underwriting project. I use the word troubleshooting. Uh, so discussing what the investment strategy is, what the security available is, what the affordability is and what the repayment strategy is. Those are the four key pillars to lending your money to someone. What are you doing with the money? How am I secure? How are you affording it? and how are you going to pay it back? Okay, essential. Um, So I'd gather that information, I would write up a report, sometimes short, sometimes long, depending on the complexity of the project, and present that to the board directors, and we would debate the merits and and, and not, or not, of of a case, and whether it would proceed to funding, and what the pricing would be, and and all that sort of thing. So that cut my teeth, I was so, so lucky to, as an aspirant property investor, to to sort of see all of these deals coming across my desk, some would get funded, some wouldn't, a lot of them wouldn't. Um, and in the year, the twelve months leading up to me leaving uh, my 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 career, my employment, um, I we placed about ten million pounds worth of projects. Okay, um, now my new business, I know that we're underwriting about ten to one. So studying the stats, we're rejecting probably 10 cases for every one case that uh, gets funding. And that means that I'm seeing lots and lots of projects and really getting to understand what's a deal, what's not a deal, where the risks are, and all that sort of thing. So um, I was with that company mid 2016 to late 2017, um, and I bought my first buy to let, in two thousand and seventeen, in Southwest Wales, um, June, July, just before handing in my notice in September, um, twenty three years old, not a good credit risk for the bank. Uh, didn't own my own home, uh, renting, and just quit my job. So affordability was 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 not so great. But I bought that one cash, um, and I'll come to talking pro- uh, about that project in detail shortly. Um, after the 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 CV on me. Um, and in 2017, September, the end of September, start of October, handed in my notice, started DGF Asset Management with my two business partners, Mark and Lindsay. And we got cracking in, in January 2018 with about a half a million pounds. That loan book is now up to two, two and a half. And we've loaned knocking on the door of four million pounds so far. So really exciting uh, business and project. And it's, it's all about property investment. And we'll be getting into that and talking about projects we've seen, and, and problems, and, and these recurring themes that come up time and time again. Um, so that's me. Um, back to the buy let that I bought um, in in mid two thousand and seventeen. The the bridging finance company that, that we've we've set up. We're massively focused at the buy let end. Okay, so baby buy-tolets, so loan amounts of twenty five to two hundred and fifty thousand it 's toilets in South Wales, the northeast the Northwest Scotland and hMOs in the midlands the southwest northeast northwest as well um, and, and a couple of larger projects in London as well, um, but our focus and our our, our key um, market I suppose is the is the baby bit and i 'll come onto to that model now, the buy refurbish refinance model okay um, so essentially you are going out you're assessing um, a street and understanding what the value of a sol- of a of a nice modern property on that street is and you can do this on right move you'll you'll all know this um, and we're targeting streets where properties that are being sold that are nice and modern are selling for between 80 and a 000 pounds okay and we're trying to find the ugly ones on the streets and we're trying to buy them for 50 to 60,000 pounds and spending 10 to 20,000 pounds on them okay these properties are going to rent for 5 to 600 pounds per month and you're going to pay a mortgage of between 150 and 250 pounds per month on current rates okay why do i think these properties are a great strategy you say god damn it's It's hard work, it's a lot of work. I'm having to go to these areas every Saturday or every second Saturday and I'm needing to view eight, ten properties a day, offering on them and I'm I'm offering stupid prices because nobody wants to accept it because I'm way too low and the agents hate me. Um, And all I'm gonna get at the end of it is 200 pounds a month. Now, yes, I understand that 200 pounds a month isn't the sexiest thing in the world, but this is a very repeatable process. And when I talk through the numbers of my first project, you'll understand why you can use £40,000 to generate you £1,000 a month for the rest of your life. In the last couple of weeks, it's June 6th today, um, the last month, I've been interviewing portfolio landlords and clients that have borrowed from us that own 10, 20, 30 plus properties and interviewing them to appreciate and understand what the challenges of this current epidemic COVID-19 has caused their property portfolio business if any Um, and it's these smaller lets that are absolutely bulletproof they have very very limited voids the people that are living in them specifically the ones that are living in there courtesy of the council that income hasn't changed that's not changed at all Um, so I think that these properties yes they're a bit of hard work but that 200 pounds a month is 200 pounds a month every single month for the rest of your life and the, the small portfolio that I've got, there is very, very limited monthly um, void periods. The tenants that live in these properties stay long-term, they have a family locally, or they, or they, or they remain stay, staying put lo- uh, long-term, and it's, it's a really, really great way to earn recurring income every single month, being confident that that's going to come in, time after time after time. Now the numbers. Okay, I've spoken through it briefly. Let me use an actual example. The first property I bought, 6BS, um, 6 Barra, was a property that was being repossessed. Okay, so it was a repossessed and a forced sale. The bank was selling this property because someone had defaulted on their mortgage. The owner has disappeared. We didn't know where they were. Um, and it was relatively tired. Um, and it was asking for £40,000 on a street it's worth 65. Okay, so there's a huge discount already and lots of interest. So I had to be quick on this one. I got down to Wales, I viewed it, I offered on it. Um and offered 35,000 pounds and I had that offer agreed. I funded this property, this project with 10,000 pounds of my own money and 40,000 pounds from an investor. Okay. The 40,000 pound investor earned 4,000 pounds, 10% over the year. Um and I paid my 10,000 pounds to refurbish it. So I bought it for 35, I paid 1,200 pounds for the solicitors to do their bit. um, And I had a renovation cost of around about 12,000 pounds in my budget. What does that include? It was a new bath, a new kitchen, uh, a few windows being replaced, new parts of the bathroom, new shower, new screen, um, a bit of a damp treatment downstairs, and decoration throughout the new carpet upstairs, downstairs was, was tiled, so that was fine. Um, this property since then has been valued, so, so I've bought it and renovated it for £48,000. I had the bank come out six to 12 months later, and the bank valued it at £65,000. I raised a mortgage of £52,000, paid my investor their £40,000 back, had my £10,000 renovation back, £2,000 on top. Okay. At that point, I was hooked. Okay, I spent £48,000, got a bank loan of £52,000 to repay me, and I had a property that was renting and producing £200 pounds a month in my pocket profit. Okay, Massively, massively powerful. If only they thought this was cool. Um, since then, I got going with DJF Asset Management, and I've been lending money my own money and my own investors' money to, to projects. And understandably, we've got a huge, huge skew toward this buy-to-let model because the development risk is very, very low. You've got to replace a kitchen and a bathroom. There's no real structural changes to these projects and they're very straightforward uh, and, it, and easily delivered. Uh, even for novices that, that don't have great experience, if you've got an average builder, you're gonna have a, a property that's tenantable in, in about six to, eight weeks after getting your builder into the property. Um, The values stack up and a property that's £65,000 is not going to be hit in values by the coronavirus or by the 2008 crisis as much, apart from lending being pulled. Um, It'll be the £300,000, £400,000, £500,000 detached houses that are executive houses that families aspire to live in, that are much, much less affordable for the average earner. Let's make no bones about it. The average earner in the UK earns 22 to 25,000 pounds per year. If you can only borrow four times your salary, the average person can afford a mortgage of 100,000 pounds, not four, not five, not 600,000 pounds. So something to understand about demographics there, the business model is very, very simple. You're buying bog standard houses that are affordable to the average individual. There's no science to it it's not sexy it's not crazy. It's just when you compound a number of two hundred pounds a month, that's when things really start getting interesting um so that's that's my background uh off the back of, of getting hooked on this uh i I angeled forty thousand pounds to my brother um and that got me going on the on the lending side of things and here we are uh two three years later. There's, there's a loan book out of £3 million, our smallest loan of £25,000 on a buy-to-let in Scotland, our largest loan of just over a million pounds on a development um, in West London, basement excavation, single-storey extension, loft conversion, huge project. Um, so I'm going to be sharing what's and all details of projects, um, little bits of advice, and thanks for tuning in looking forward to uh, to sharing this journey with you all see you next time